0: Coming up, we're going to talk about a couple more Halloween Horror Nights updates. I know what you're saying. Didn't we already beat this to death? No, we didn't. So we're going to give you those. And then also we're going to give you a Harry Potter update as well, too. From the Bob Varley Studio in Orlando, Florida, this is the Universal Edition of The Diz Unplugged. This is episode 190 of the Diz Unplugged Universal Edition. The Diz Unplugged Universal Edition is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, experts at helping you plan the perfect universal vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of the Dis Unplugged Universal Edition. I am your host, Craig Williams. Today, I'm joined alongside by my co-host, Mr. Rhino Clavin. Hello. Hello. Happy Halloween. Mm-hmm. We're getting... Whoa.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I switched to the wrong
1: camera. Wait a minute. Yeah, yeah. there was two, two. I like how you can have a conversation with yourself now. Do it again. Like,
0: hey, Greg, how are you doing today? I'm not doing bad. How are you? But the light (laughs) levels are both radically different. (laughs) Yes, they sure are. These ones are more, this one you and I have is more romantic. This is not playing well at all for audio, so I apologize out there. Basically, just making mistakes. I'm taking my finger off that other button, so that's not going to happen again. Uh, We have a fun episode for you here. As I mentioned at the top of the show, we're going to talk a little bit about Halloween Horror Nights. We're going to talk a little bit about Harry Potter, and that is about it. But, uh, oh, wait. Wait, this just oh, wait. in. We're also going to take you into the parks. Yeah, that's going to happen a little bit later on. But we're going to start by talking about some of the little bit of an update uh, since the last time that we've uh, recorded a show. So I'm going to start with the Halloween Horror Night stuff since that's where, where I first announced it and we'll just do that shall we we shall it's Mm -hmm. gonna happen Hmm. so the first thing i want to talk about it is uh, halloween horror nights uh advertised on the official blog for Universal, their Terror Trivia that will be available uh, through the official Universal Orlando app. So, basically, uh, Terror Trivia allows guests to compete against each other in eleven horror-packed levels. The trivia surrounds this year's Ten Haunted Houses and includes a bonus history rewind level for die-hard fans. So you know who you are if you're one of them. Uh, the level quizzes players on previous event years, haunted houses, event icons, scare zones, and more for that that hard one. But basically, yeah, this is just going to be a way to kind of pass the time in line while you're at Halloween Horror Nights. So not a bad idea. Not a bad idea. No, not at all. Uh, you know they they had the it, they had the trivia with Fast and Furious Supercharged. So trivia trivia is always good. Uh, Disney. On their side of things, added the, the Play Disney Parks app that includes not only interactive games, but also trivia as well, too. So trivia in line, I feel like, is a way to all, keep you engaged with the people you're with mm-hmm. while you're still able to use your phone. Because, let's be honest, everyone feels like they need to use their phone constantly, even if it's just scrolling, not paying attention. They're still doing that. But it, it, it serves many purposes. It keeps you keeps you involved, So I like that. So the goal, according to the official universal blog is to become one of the top 20 scores for the night and you'll get your scream name, (laughs) Oh, the Uh, words. You'll get it up on the leaderboards live throughout the entire event. So uh, basically on the app, you're going to tap any of the 10 haunted houses in the event section to access terror trivia. So, you know, if you see the house, click on it. You'll see a little button for uh, terror trivia. And then you enter your scream name. And you get ready to play. And so as you enter the queue of each house, um, the house's level will automatically unlock. And you'll know you're able to play when there's going to be a bell in the corner that will give you the unlock notification. And the History Rewind one I mentioned, that will just kind of happen randomly throughout the night. So the faster you answer questions, the more points you'll get. And uh, it's going to be about as random as you can possibly get unless you're one of those diehards because uh, it's just there's uh three hundred and fifty plus questions all coming at you randomly. And if you don't do well on a level you want to try to increase your score, uh you're also able to restart each individual level to try again. So uh they're letting you know up front that for the houses based on movies and TV shows, uh you're probably going to to be lucky in that you might be able to answer the questions without going in the houses. But of course, For the original concepts that they've worked on, so the slaughter cinemas, the dead exposure, you're going to have to go through the house in order to answer the questions based on that. And that means for someone like Rhino, you're going to have to be able to keep your eyes open. I don't know
1: about that. I don't know. Okay, well, (laughs) we—
0: You know what, buddy? We'll play as a team. Two of us together, we'll uh, okay. we'll make it happen. Okay. So, I'll keep my eyes open. You you can use your phone and let that die throughout the night. But yeah, I think it's a very cool, a very cool thing to have. So, I will probably honestly, I'm not going to use it the first night because I'll be there covering it as media. So maybe the second night that I go, I'll test around with it. Uh, I'm going to also be realistic and say that I will probably not play it again after the very first time uh, because I have not opened up the Disney Parks Play app since the the very first time that I, I downloaded that in order to use it. But I think it is there's definitely a demographic out there. I have friends who are obsessed with using these interactive games while they're in the line, So... What's good for them is, I guess, good for good for the world overall. But that is that bit. And then also, they released a, a little bit of a look at some of the the. The merchandise that will be available at this year's event.
1: I'm very excited for this.
0: Yeah, I know you are. So a lot of it is that it will be Stranger Things, Stranger Things, Stranger Things. But
1: exclusively designed Stranger Things merchandise. Oh,
0: and also, just in case you didn't know, they will also have Stranger Things merchandise as Mm -hmm, well, too. mm -hmm,
1: mm -hmm, mm
0: -hmm. So uh, a whole list of things that you can find. uh, Sweatshirts, phone cases, mugs, pins... I'm excited t-shirts. for the
1: sweatshirt, the red and black sweatshirt myself. Yeah, it's a, uh, it, well, describe it, please. Um, it's red and black. It's black, black, red <laughs> sleeves, black chest. It says Stranger Things. It's got the logo, like on the show, which is red. And then on the back, it's got um, the big old giant open mouth demigorgon with the kids on the bikes underneath. And it says Universal Studios Halloween Horror Nights 2018.
0: Yeah, that one kind of makes me throw up in my mouth. When right. I say it, I do not find the demogorgon appealing. I know that's part of uh, that's part of its character, but uh, it makes me feel sick <laughs> to my stomach looking at it. It's you know, I guess we finally found it. Some people they're like the ones who can't look at bumps and like close up things, and they start feeling ill. Apparently, mine's the demogorgon. <laughs> I see the demogorgon, I just start. Well, he's on
1: all it. the merch. He's on the main. The the we know what scare you t shirts and everything i
0: i and i'm and i just said to you before the show i am not happy about that i i get that stranger things is the marquee uh part of this year but for me buying merch i do not I, i don't like stranger things enough to want it on any merchandise and i know i'm probably in the minority with that one but i don't like i don't need 11 all over everything that that i i buy from hhn i don't need the demogorgon like the one thing that i could maybe be swayed on a little bit is they have the the one shirt where where 11 has her handout and psychic and the kids are on the bike and then they have the upside down the universal arch uh in the in the upside down with the demogorgon on that i like that i would probably buy that as a poster but not as not as a shirt or anything or a cup. So I'm, I'm disappointed that in the main icons shirt that it's still so heavily. I mean, it's you uh, in the main shirt alone, you have, you have Sam from trick or treat. You have Michael Myers, you have the TV from poltergeist, and then you have 11, the Demogorgon and the kids on the bike. So right there in the one shirt that is supposed to be showing off all these icons and stuff. It is the majority of it is stranger things right there. So for me it's just a little bit too much but you know what I'm I I hope that they do well in selling a lot of the Stranger Things merch. I like the annual pass holder exclusive shirt yeah, with the, the pumpkin. disgusting pumpkin, but I like I
1: like pumpkins. It's Halloweenish. So I just came across this thing while we were talking about Halloween Horror Nights. Um so do you remember, well of course you do. Um last year if you were an annual pass holder you could stay in the park and they would let you in. Uh, to that's, houses early. There's like a pre-register every, event
0: for yeah, that this year. That's ev- everyone. Anyone who has a daytime admission yeah, and as well as Halloween Horror Nights can take advantage of Stay and scream. Yeah, That's always. Not just annual pass holders.
1: What is this one then that's on their website right they, now that's early they access that, for pass holders? They
0: do that every... They're, they've done it for the past two or three years now at least if not longer than that. Um, back when I wasn't an annual pass holder and I was an employee, I didn't... Yeah. I didn't have to worry about that, so I genuinely don't know how long it's been going on, but usually for the first two weekends of the event on Friday and Saturday night, they have the annual pass holder exclusive one. So, it's not it's separate from the premiere uh the premiere pass one. So, if you're an annual pass holder and you have HHN access, you can register to do the Stay and Scream in the one exclusive area. And what are the houses for that this year?
1: Um, it's Dead Exposure, Pace and Zero, um, Slaughter Cinema, and The Horrors of Blumhouse. Yeah. So that's what corral
0: you're going to be in is for those three houses. And uh, it will only – it will be exclusively for annual pass holders. So uh, if fortunately, if you're not getting HHN admission – uh, but you are the premier pass holder. Luckily enough, you can use your premier ticket for one of these nights if you want to add that on too. But that makes no sense for me. Um, it, it's it, but it is. It's good for people who who um, who just I, I don't know. I, I don't get I've it. never is really it, understood it. Is it just like
1: a fake? So it's like a fake out, like a, like a we're having this event, but really we do this event every time. Anyway, yeah,
0: it's kind of an it's it's a way to make it feel exclusive. So along with it okay. this year, it already filled up. But they were doing also a Q and A with some of the people behind Horror Nights too. Yeah, so that was another cool aspect of it. But um, if you're an annual pass holder and you have your you you have your um your frequent fear pass too. For whichever one you buy, I mean, just every every single time you come to the event, you can take advantage of the stay and scream. So, but on those select nights, the first two weekends on Friday and Saturday, uh, in that one scare zone, it will. You had to register for it, and it will be all all annual pass holders. I've done it. I did it at least once. I think maybe two years ago. I don't think I bothered with it last year because two years ago it was just flat out insane. Yeah, it's busier than any other stay and scream so I'll, I'll have to see if i bother with it this year but just just know it is uh, it's an option there too so that kind of wraps up the halloween horror nights updates that that we have for you just filling you in on all those details and then of course uh it started in september i believe it was september 2nd uh it is Back to Hogwarts time here mm. at, uh, at in the Wizarding world of Harry Potter, and part of what they are doing to celebrate for the entire month of September, uh, it, which of course we're already into September. So, as of right now, uh, you can do this, but you can go and you can take part in a fun little scavenger hunt throughout the Wizarding world of Harry Potter. So, but you, you don't
1: pick- win anything.
0: No. no, no, no. You you pick up your map in either the Wise Acres Wizarding Equipment inside Diagon Alley, or the Universal Studios store at USF. Or then, if you're over at IOA, you can go into uh, Filches, which is at the exit of uh, Forbidden Journey, or the Islands of Adventure Trading Company at the front of the park, and you can get your map. But the entire scavenger hunt does take place on Twitter, so you have to you have to have your your twitter on your phone in order to to really do this and you want the park to park ticket of course with this too so that way you can get the full entire experience out of it but but yeah it's um universal took a lot of time into putting uh putting details into these maps so you can see the maps uh if you're watching this right now up on the screen if not they're of course on the official universal orlando blog as well too but uh it's just if you love dealing with everything harry potter when you're coming to universal uh, this is a new way for you to add that on and and add to your time at the wizarding world of harry potter if you're coming in september as i said so uh yeah i think that's a it's a pretty pretty cool thing that they're doing with that i haven't had the chance to try it out yet so hopefully hopefully i'll be going soon so i can do so but um yeah, I'll, I'll probably have more to say once I actually get to do it, but just want to p- make people aware before it's it's gone
1: forever and then you
0: can't deal with it anymore. That's a good so. for,
1: like, annual pass holder, for sure. Somebody that goes repeatedly yeah. that can be like, oh, this is oh, – I mean, fun for everybody. But I'm just saying, like, I like the idea that it also is, like, how do we look at the park in a new perspective when we go so often?
0: Hey, that's how I feel, too. Mm-hmm. So, okay, well, that – is it for our studio portion of the show so we are going to go ahead and take you into the parks for a little fun so here we go we have made it to universal orlando just like we told you Uh, well if you're listening to this it might be harder to guess where we are if you're watching this i'm guessing that you'll probably be able to figure out our exact location right now but
1: for those of you out there who are still confused, Rhino, why don't you let them know? We are in the Wizarding World of Harry Potter, Diagon Alley. Yes. That's Diagon Alley, not diagonally. Yes. Exactly, and uh, it's been a while since we've
0: brought you a snack review on this show. Uh, you know, we've we've discussed it before that there's not a lot of unique snacks at Universal, but there are some select snacks that. We're crazy about and one of the best ones you can find all throughout property, in our opinions. Yes, for sure. Is a Florian Fortescue's ice cream parlor. Dare I say one of the best in Orlando? Oh, absolutely. It's uh, I would say it's up there with with in terms of like my favorites because it's not just plain boring
1: ice cream flavors. It's it's like good, like different, like unique flavors, but you still have like they're not too far out of the box that somebody who's kind of boring will
0: not feel comfortable yeah it. you know they have like the the classic potter one the strawberry peanut butter they've got they've got the butterbeer soft serve yeah they've got a,
1: a couple an array of soft serve an array of hard packed and you i know you can do the cup the waffle cone or the soft serve like we said and then you yeah. can get the collector cup too yeah yeah no
0: no lots of options so and then the interesting ones like the Earl Grey and Lavender, the um, the one, the spicy Mexican one, I can't think of the name it's like of course. chili, chocolate chili. Yeah, chocolate chili, and uh, just lots of good stuff, so I will admit, I come in here and I get like the same two or three things every single time. I do too. So what we both said when we decided to come here and do this we are going outside the box we're going to get something we haven't had before rhino don't slip down I, the stairs we're
1: on the top step of yeah. the staircase
0: it's about to be an exorcist situation yeah. uh, and we don't want that to happen so our goal is to go down there get inside and get an ice cream flavor that we've never had before and we'll try it for you
1: and very excited so let's go what are you
0: thinking, Rhino? thinking,
1: I normally get um, salted caramel blondie, or the um, apple crumble, or sometimes I'll rotate it out with strawberry and peanut butter. So today I'm thinking, i would try like the Earl Grey and Lavender, cause my friend always gets that, and I've, I don't think I've ever tried it. And then the sticky toffee pudding sounds interesting too. Yeah. Cause I've almost got that a couple times before. What did you ultimately decide on Rhino? I went with the, the Lavender, Earl Grey and lavender. Earl Grey and lavender. And the sticky toffee pudding. Um, They're both the same color. um, Because if you didn't know this, if you're getting the hard packed ice cream in the cup or the cone, you can do one scoop of one flavor, one scoop of another flavor. Um, It's $5.49 for in the cup, $5.99 or something. I'll check in a second. But it's just melting so fast. I get it. The all-grain lavender, it's interesting. I don't think I really know what lavender tastes like. I think this is the sticky toffee pudding side. I am leaking everywhere. Mmm. Okay. It's hard to tell. I don't know if you can see it, but there's like... I like the sticky sticky toffee pudding because if you can see, there's like little bits of the the sticky toffee stuff in there, so it's got that kind of like molasses flavor instead in there and um, I don't know. I'm glad that it's like a vanilla-based ice cream as opposed to like a chocolate-based that I don't know that sticky toffee pudding is normally chocolate-based or not or whatever. I could just be, I don't know what I'm talking about. Anyway, I'm gonna grab yours from here really quick so you can try yours before it completely melts in your hand, okay? Once we
0: got in there and I started looking at the menu, I realized I've had basically everything in there. Um, Not a lot of the soft serve, but I'm not a huge soft serve fan. Just not my style. So I really, I think ultimately there's only two things in there that I haven't had. Chocolate and raspberry. I don't usually like mixing chocolate and fruit. And then the clotted cream, which is just creamy. So, um, So, we'll see how I end up enjoying this. Which one was that? That was the clotted cream. I wasn't expecting, like, sour cream flavor. Oh, really? But that's what it is. Like, it's sour cream. And I kind of like it, actually. You know, I'm one of those weird people. I'll just, when I'm cooking with sour cream, I'll just put a whole bunch on a spoon and eat
1: it. Like like in Death Becomes Her, when they just find her eating the sour cream. I like sour cream. Mm -hmm. Okay, and the
0: chocolate and raspberry, it's actually majority chocolate, but just a hint of raspberry flavor on there. So it's not off putting for someone like me who only likes to eat fruit by itself and chocolate by itself, but I'm going to try them Mix both them together. together yeah. And it's actually really complex. The chocolate and the sourness actually blend perfectly with each other.
1: What's the chocolate? Like milk chocolate? Dark chocolate? Milk chocolate. chocolate?
0: Milk chocolate for sure. Um, With just that slight hint of raspberry. The cream adds that sourness to it, so sweet and sour in a way. A strange combination ice creams in the Wizarding World are already strange, so why not run with it? I'm actually enjoying this. We'll see how I finish once it's, uh, how I feel once I'm finished with it. But our ice cream's melting, we're gonna get to eating. We'll let you know what we think. Rhino, what were your final thoughts on Florian
1: Fortescue's ice cream parlor, the, the new things you tried? I Okay, so the lavender and cream, uh, not lavender and cream, Earl Grey and Lavender. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought, I get why people like it. I don't think it's my thing, but it is. A, it feels like a little lighter, a little, it's got that kind of... Um, it's not overpowering. It's got like a zing, a thing in its step, I, I would say. And then it, I had I the, the sticky toffee pudding I really enjoyed. I think that would be really good combined with my other go-to salted caramel blondie. Get a whole bunch of that stickiness going in there. Because um, Essentially, mine melded into one yellow glob of ice cream, which actually wasn't bad. The two together weren't too bad either. So. I feel like I haven't gone wrong by trying a new thing. I don't think any of them is necessarily my favorite, but yeah. I'm not. I'm not afraid to like try a new one again next time. Yeah, my uh, my favorite one stand alone, like
0: if I only wanted one flavor, no mixing, mm-hmm. is absolutely the Earl Grey and lavender. Just oh, is it? by far, oh, uh, I love that so much. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just it's light, it's fresh,
1: it's airy, it's refreshing. Um, I will say all these ice fresh are and very refreshing. like like they. I, I, somebody was explaining it to me about how, like, because they melt so fast because there's not a lot of air in the ice yeah. cream or something, or there it, is a lot of air. I, don't know. It, it, I,
0: I would say there is a lot of air. That makes it more yeah. whipped. It makes it more just almost like faux soft in a way. But uh, today with mine, I really did enjoy the combination that I went with. I much preferred the clotted cream. To the raspberry chocolate i mean both were both were really good but the clotted cream i actually might add that to my regular uh, lineup anytime i get ice cream here Uh, i think in the two combinations that i really want to try with it as the train is passing by um i'd really like to do the strawberry and peanut butter with the clotted cream as well as the chocolate chili with the clotted cream i feel like they would both go well I know, you're looking at me like I'm crazy. Interesting. But I don't, that's what... That's I'm going to have to try it, again. Yeah, maybe. try it, and then I think you'll understand what I'm talking yeah. about. But, um, yeah, there's there's really no way you can go wrong at at um, Florian Fortescue's, unless you're picking something that's just, like,
1: completely well, yeah, random that you know you won't like going to. If you're like, it. man, I hate raspberries, but I'm going to try the raspberry, yeah. you're like, well, don't get the raspberry, then. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So, that's what we recommend. Uh, Rhino, what was the prices, though? Um, Oh, yeah. So, I have it. So, it's $5.49 when it's in a cup. And then, I believe it is $5.99. Um... Served in a cup, $5.49, served in a waffle cone is 5 dollars um, and the waffle cones are like super good and uh, delicious. But um, And then you can get the souvenir glass, which is cute, um, it looks kind of like a little martini glass, and yep. it, it, that's $7.49. Um, and then there's also, they offer like stro- chocolate strawberry peanut butter sundae, which is strawberry peanut butter ice cream with hot fudge, whipped cream, shortbread crumbles served in that souvenir glass for $8.49 and then you can get mixed in toppings like um uh, there's a whole bunch yeah sprinkles there's like crumbles there's um like uh, toffee pieces stuff like your that. standard standard toppings yeah you'd I, expect from any ice cream plates. and i want to say those are like 79 cents. They're, 99 cents.
0: Oh, they're 99 cents 99 cents Jeez. so That is an expensive Sunday. Yeah, pretty good uh, annual pass discount, of course, too, if you're one of those. So, uh, just really
1: good. Highly recommend it.
0: My favorite snack, I think, in the park completely.
1: Oh, I would argue that you can't, if you haven't been to, if you've been to Diagon Alley, like, you haven't experienced Diagon Alley, so you've had this ice cream. Agreed. It's super good. I'd rather have it than butterbeer. I'm saying
0: it. So that's it for this view out here we're gonna head back to the studio and wrap up this show so we'll see you back there that was a humdinger of a time i tell you every single time we just i I don't know i i I don't know how we up the experience every single time but we we managed to find a way to do that sure do sure Sure do. do so thank you so much rhino for the little bit of park time with me as well as chatting away in the studio here and thank you to everyone out there for listening and watching this we really do appreciate it if you need any extra info of course disunplug.com, home of the show notes page for the show all the others in the disunplug podcast network and uh, also find links to our facebook twitter instagram and email uopodcast at disunplugged.com if you're watching this on youtube of course go ahead leave comments down below we want to read them hit that thumbs up button if you enjoyed it or if you didn't enjoy it still hit that thumbs up button anyways it's fun make sure you're subscribed and if you are listening to this on itunes go ahead subscribe rate and review us as well so thank you again once once again
1: (laughs) (laughs) allow myself to introduce myself
0: thank you again once again uh, for everyone out there who's listening to watching this
1: (laughs) watching this along with her I know
0: giggle fits are coming again (laughs) I keep breaking down at the end of these shows thank you so much we'll see you again next week to start talking about Halloween Horror Nights for the very first time but until then remember we still haven't changed the name